It feels a little ironic that the idea of finding miracle waters to restore our youth is actually one of the oldest spiritual stories ever told, but it's also not that surprising. Yeah, here's a concept that's thousands of years old that could keep you looking less than 50. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. There are so many versions of people looking for those magical waters. There's hot springs today that claim to have healing qualities, but how much can we really believe? It's hard to say. To be honest, though, if I needed any healing, I'd be the first to believe it. I would be all the way out there looking for it. Hopefully it would actually just be 100% nearby and accessible to me. And just a hot spring in Burbank, (laughs) California. (laughs) There's actually one just in my bathroom and I can just (laughs) chill out and de-age at the same time. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Rituals, a Spotify original from ParCast. I'm Christine Schieffer. And I'm M. Schultz. Every week, we'll explore the evolution of spiritualism and the occult through stories, practices, and the impact on modern culture. Today, we're talking about the fountain, or I guess one might say fountains of youth, since there are Ooh. so many, allegedly. And we're going to see if any of them really, uh, you know, say what they're cracked up to be. Give us a little uh, de-aging, as you said. Get rid of some of those wrinkles. Oh, yeah. So in preparation for this episode, I got to be honest with you, I watched a 50s cartoon short of Donald Duck, and he was tricking his nephews into thinking that he fell into a fountain of youth. What a very strange cartoon you just described. (laughs) He fell into the, well, he wanted them to think he fell into a fountain of youth, and then he tricked them into thinking that he de-aged all the way to an egg. (laughs) (laughs) What? Basically, I learned nothing about the Fountain of Youth (laughs) in preparation. Basically, the weight is still all on me to explain all of this information to you. Got it. (laughs) Yeah, let's crack into it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, um, despite your uh, really extensive research uh, via Donald Duck, <laughs> do you have any experience with the Fountain of Youth? Um, well, considering <laughs> I am almost thirty and look like I'm almost forty, no. But I feel yeah, like right. I, I feel like I've always heard about them, but I've never really thought about them as I always thought of it as more of a lore. I guess I always considered it maybe like an ageist concept of like needing to stay young. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. I always saw versions of it growing up on like in children's movies, like the witch in Snow White eating an apple, which was basically a fountain of youth or the like the Sanderson sisters having to suck the youth out of children to stay young. Things like that. Yeah. So just a lot of pop culture references, (laughs) which I feel like actually makes sense. But yeah, I I know a little bit about the concept of the Fountain of Youth. I've never heard of one that actually necessarily works, but I have heard a lot of like healing waters. I mean, as a Catholic, at least as a recovering Mm. Catholic, you know, you really are raised with the idea that like 
rituals, uh, you know, work and so do relics. And, you know, there are types of waters that are healing and can heal the sick. And so that's definitely something I'd, uh, I've heard of. Yeah, I, I grew up next to a lake and I grew up always hearing that the lake had healing properties. But I feel like everyone that lives what? near a lake says that about their lake. I've literally so. never heard anyone say that about a lake. I think that was just your mom or whoever was saying that to you. Oh, really? I, f- I feel like I just heard it all the time. Also, I spent a lot of time as a kid in Saratoga, and that's supposed to be that's one, like, the, the one. Main. Well, we're going to talk about it. Saratoga Springs. Oh, that's right. right. That's one of them. So when I was in Saratoga, I did see signs everywhere that it was like a healing space, and my family grew up there, and they swore that it was a healing space. But you know, spoiler alert, I I drank some water of it when I was swimming by accident and then I was violently ill for three days. So I beg to differ. My question is, did they charge you to drink the water? Uh, no, thank God. Oh, I was also eight. So if they did charge me, I certainly didn't pay it. I dined and dashed is what happened. <laughs> dined and dashed at the Saratoga Springs. That's quite a t-shirt idea, touristy t-shirt idea. <laughs> I do have a memory of learning about the Fountain of Youth and like Ponce de Leon. And I think I always had thought, I don't know if this is what I learned or what I just kind of picked up, that the Fountain of Youth was actually in Florida. Oh. That's what I learned from, you know, Ponce de Leon discovering it there. In my mind, it was always in some faraway magical land. I really think it always was a part of my... Like a mythical thing. A mythical thing. Yeah, I think it was like... Atlantis. Really? I never, yeah, I never thought I'd accidentally find it. Like I... And swallow it in New York. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I always heard about it from like my, my grandma was very into like the beauty industry and all about like her anti-aging kind of stuff. And so I would hear her say like, oh, if only the Fountain of Youth existed. That was kind of the furthest it went for me. Right, right. Well, that and then Donald Duck and, and his antics. Yeah, turning into an egg. Donald Duck, you know, he gave me the most interesting plot twist of them all with uh no kidding with a fountain of youth that you could just turn back into an egg <laughs> he really know? found the secret to to everlasting youth i guess it worked too well it worked too well. <laughs> it worked too well well let's get into it i have a lot to tell you so clearly it's in the name the fountain of youth is apparently the mythical water spring that restores your youth if you drink from it or bathe in it mm. i guess it didn't work for you in saratoga but if it were real and you really did feel like you believed it, would you would you imbibe of the Fountain of Youth? Uh, I would let other people do it that's first. What I was about so. to say. That's what I was about to say. I would stand back and say, no, you go go ahead and wait to yeah. see what happens. Like, are we like fully Benjamin buttoning here and like there's no stop on this ride? Or do I like, do I take a sip per year or something? And like, what are the side effects? Or does it like you dab it on your crow's feet and they go away? Or is it like you swallow it and like you add years to your life like I have a lot of questions you know I also wonder like mentally like do you also de-age or do you have the same mind in like a 10 year old's body I don't know and then would never mind we could really this the questions quickly devolve quickly and I feel like honestly the mind part wouldn't be as bad for me because I feel like I did know and retain a lot more about you know, intellectual things back when I was 10 or 15 years younger and actually was in classes and learning math and learning history. Actively studying. Actively yeah. studying. I feel like it wouldn't be that bad for me to de- 
I feel we keep saying de-age, which I'm pretty sure is not a word, but uh, to kind of revert back 10 years, like mm-hmm. it's not going to be that harmful on my brain. I'd go back 10 years. I feel like that's a safe number. Any mm. further than that, I'd be a little nervous. I think my knees would hurt a little less, which would be nice. I wouldn't have to worry about my cholesterol, you know? Yeah, my sciatica wasn't quite as bad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, great point. Well, there are tons of stories about the Fountain of Youth that have been passed around for centuries. Um, if you ever read Greek mythology, I was in I was a Latin nerd in uh, middle school. So, yep, maybe that's where I got all this from. Huh. If you did read Greek mythology, you'll know youth and healing waters are a common theme. Um, There's even the Greek goddess Hebe, and she represents youth and is strongly connected with springs. And so there's just always been that kind of historic link. There's also a Greek historian who wrote about a tribe that would have lived in modern-day Africa who apparently was known for living a long time and for their youthfulness. Must be nice. Must be nice. They apparently bathed in a fountain that made their skin, like, glossy and sleek as if they had bathed in oil. My skin just looks like that by... <laughs> Does that automatically? By not getting it together. I just, I'm just oily, oily, oily over I was going to say, a lot of people pay a lot of money to not have that happen to them. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Whoops. Apparently, I just look like a... A fountain uh, of youth. I don't... I look like a product of the Fountain of Youth with my very oily skin. <laughs> well, allegedly, the scent of violets also came off the spring. So if you're if you're rocking that lovely scent as well, maybe... I'm going to go buy some violet-scented deodorant mm, and no one's going to know the difference. You're going to be just a spring chicken. It's going to be me. You better... That's actually... That's a little too close to the Donald Duck story. So hang on. <laughs> that's true. Was that the... I feel like that would be a fun name for the episode. Uh, the Donald Duck <laughs> no, episode. No, it... I mean. It should have been. It was not at all called that. It was something much lamer. Uh, well, there's also Alexander the Great, uh, who was rumored to have been searching for a river that would heal the effects of aging on his body. And now I like the specificity mm. of that, that he was looking for water that would heal the effects of aging like physically on his body. Like I'm like that. I can follow that. I would probably partake in that river as well. Instantaneously, um, I would say yes to that to fountain that one. of youth if it were just to make me less feel like less garbage every day yeah but also i'm shocked that of all people alexander the great wasn't looking to like revert back to how he looked when he was younger because have you seen pictures of him no smoke show alexander the well, great but i think that's what he was doing he was he wanted to reverse aging in his body he wanted to be youthful and a smoke show forever i get it i get it i mean don't let the sculptures lie to you because the sculptures are not very pretty of him. But they've done like renderings of what he'd look like at a certain oh. age. Oh, uh, really? I'm just saying he's quite a looker. Ooh la la. Okay, well, no wonder he's looking for that river. Do you think when he was looking for this river, he just kept like sticking his head into every river and being like, "Did it work? <laughs> Did it work? Yeah. How do you how do you test? How that? does do one? Like, yeah. Do you drink it? Do you stick your face in it? flop around in there i, I bet know. you flop around in there probably most yeah. likely yeah. yeah i'd like to think that the rule to the fountain of youth was something really embarrassing like if you <laughs> want this bad enough you really got to humble yourself you know everybody would probably do it i feel like people are so desperate and pay so much money to try and be youthful look youthful that like you could talk them into doing all sorts of stupid things oh yeah you have to turn back into an egg that's the <laughs> that's the price you and pay. start over <laughs> start all over again <laughs> So there's also a version where Alexander the Great discovered a fountain, not a river, that transformed his elderly soldiers into buff 30-year-olds. Okay. 
All right. What did elderly mean then? And why were all the soldiers elderly? Where were the 30-year-old soldiers? I was wondering that as well. Maybe they weren't invited. Maybe it was like, you're young enough. I'm taking the old oh. guys out with me on a, bo- right. a boy's trip to the fountain. <laughs> you know, the boy's retreat. <laughs> boy's retreat. We're all going to flap around and... And bathe together. Bathed Is together. that where we were going with this? That's what people did back then, remember? That's what they that's what they did. No judge. Hey, I don't judge. No, listen, sounds like a fun time to me. There's also in Japanese fairy tales, uh, there were references to a fountain of youth, and the water in that fountain of youth was usually found by accident. So it wasn't mm. somebody, you know, seeking it out. It wasn't somebody running around drinking all the water or sticking their head in the water trying to reverse their gray hair. It was just an accidental discovery, which sounds kind of nice. Yeah, and I I appreciate that more. Feels less desperate, you know. Agreed, like agreed. It's less embarrassing in a way of like you just stumbled upon treasure versus like I sacrificed my whole life to get here. Yeah, it's sort of like oh me, I just I just naturally look youthful. I don't have to get Botox or dye my hair. Like okay, okay, brag, you know. I yeah, I feel like other people like if you were humbled by like creating this whole excursion and giving up everything. Like, you're trying too hard, babe. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that energy. So I appreciate stumbling onto it. Yeah, I agree. But when you mention the Fountain of Youth in general, there is historically one man who is forever connected to it, the one that I always associate with it, and that is Spanish explorer Juan Ponce de Leon. Okay. You heard of him? I heard about him in that Donald Duck short. (laughs) So, (laughs) a full yes. Coming up, Ponce de Leon and the Fountain of Youth go hand in hand in the lore of the healing waters. But the story might have been conjured up as an act of revenge. If we're being honest, Juan Ponce de Leon's reputation leaves a lot to be desired. Okay. I feel like that goes for a lot of these explorers. And um, speaking of which, he did happen to travel with Christopher Columbus in the eye roll in the late 1400s, early 1500s. Um, And the whole point, as we probably know, was to make a lot of money colonizing territories around the world under contracts with King Ferdinand. Mm. And so after he colonized what is now Puerto Rico, he butted heads with Columbus's son, who's named Diego, and the king sent Ponce de Leon to find a new island to pillage instead. So wait, he didn't get along with Diego, but he just got along real well with Christopher Columbus. Well, I I think what happened was he he and Chris he and Chris you know I call him Chris they were C-C. traveling <laughs> CC were traveling together doing their thing ruining the world and then at a certain point during their travels he and Columbus's son had a, a frenemy situation had a they butted heads and they got into it and the All king right. was like Ponce Ponce <laughs> can I call you that you're gonna go find a new island. All right. Great. Go. Got it. Got it. Does that make sense? And yeah, I, it does make Don't sense. That. <laughs> Just so dumb. <laughs> Can I call you a Ponce? Okay. So basically, he colonized what is now Puerto Rico. He and Columbus's son had an argument of some sort. They butted heads. Uh, and so the king sent Ponce de Leon to find a new island to pillage instead. Great. The thing was, he never found the island, or at least he never admitted to finding the island. And he never even mentioned a fountain in any way. Oh, I feel like he he definitely didn't find it because if he had, there's nothing those people loved more than 
just bragging about land that they claimed to find first. That's exactly right. I would agree with you. He would have charged everybody to come stick their head in that fountain. But (laughs) yeah, he never mentioned finding a fountain in any way. So then he just went out on his own and personally financed his own trip in March 1513 to find what is now Florida. Oh, And there was no fountain mentioned in Florida either. And in my mind, I find this kind of ironic because... When I think Florida, which is initially what I said earlier, like that's where I always associated Fountain of Youth, but like that's usually where the seniors go, right? You know, oh, that's like, so I didn't even put those together. Yeah, that's yeah, huh? It just makes you think maybe that's why he was like, there's definitely no fountain here because <laughs> if there were all the <laughs> seniors, I don't know, might have been taking dips. I don't know, or maybe that's where everyone's going to find it. I don't know. I mean, I've I've been to Florida. There's quite a few swamps, but I wouldn't put my head in that, and I certainly wouldn't drink it. I like how we're assuming everything in Florida that we have today is was exactly the same in 1513. <laughs> I have no doubts there were swamps. I will put okay, that out there. Okay, that's a fair point. There was no found, There was no swamp <laughs> of youth as far as we're concerned. Now, there might be a swamp of youth. I think you might be onto something. If it's in Florida, it's probably a swamp. We've been looking in the wrong place. Uh, I'm going to trademark that swamp of youth. Okay. So anyway, he went on to find Florida and the truth is Ponce de Leon's name and the fountain of youth weren't even mentioned together until after his death. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah. So a friend of Diego Columbus, that's Christopher Columbus's son, set out to discredit him. So he started a rumor in an attempt to make Ponce de Leon look stupid. Oh, well, he already was stupid if he was friends with Christopher Columbus, but okay. Very petty. Mm -hmm. So the rumor was that Ponce de Leon was fooled by indigenous people about the existence of the fountain so that he'd keep looking for something that didn't exist in the first place. Oh, so a treasure, a treasure hunt. He'll never, he'll never win. Exactly. Like a, in vain, like a fruitless search uh, Mm. that he was sent on and he was so quote unquote dumb that he believed it and, you know, roamed around looking for this fountain. Ha ha ha. What a dummy. That was kind of the rumor that was started. I hope it was true. That's like, I dig it. It sounds like it was fake. I mean, it's literally a rumor, but I really wish it were true. It's kind of a fun tale. But the thing is that rumor put the idea of the Fountain of Youth into the zeitgeist and Mm -hmm. the story took off. And so now we have paintings and statues kind of portraying the story as if it were real. And tourist attractions uh, that are pretending to be the Fountain of Youth and kind of taking that name and living up to that name. Um, So the actual fountain that Ponce de Leon was said to have looking for may or may not exist. But there are a lot of places around the world that have claimed to have healing waters just like it. One of them being the lake in my hometown. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Great. <laughs> Which is probably a man-made lake. <laughs> it is a man-made lake. I feel like they heard, oh, people are just pretending to be the fountain of youth. And they're like, we can do that. <laughs> easy. Oh, easy. <laughs> easy peasy. <laughs> the first one I want to bring up to you is one that I actually know about. This is one of my little Catholic nuggets I grew up with. It's called Lourdes. Do you know it? Mm-mm, the Lord's no. Waters in France. Okay, so this no. started in 1858 when a young girl named Bernadette was in Lourdes when she had multiple visions of Mary, mm. one and only mother of Jesus. You know the one. Mm. You've heard of her. Uh, yeah, JC, Mary, I know her. You know her? Yeah, she's a good gal. So on February 25th, 1858, a spring popped up where she saw Mary that hadn't existed before. And oh. that spring still exists, and it flows into the nearby river to this day. Oh. Meanwhile, there's a beaver somewhere going, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting no credit. 
<laughs> a beaver what dug the spring oh do beavers not create springs how do they do that no they're streams aren't they streams and rivers never mind what they well they make dams i mean i don't know this isn't national geographic Thought they created i'm not really sure <laughs> <laughs> whatever to me beavers just create water and that's they about just it. dig holes do all sorts of fun stuff probably more than the virgin mary by the way so i feel like i'm still on <laughs> okay something. all right all right fair point so the water has been studied and it's simple drinking water, but the sick believe it has healing qualities. So baths were set up and water from the spring was pumped into them for the sick to bathe in. Um, and so this is one of those places where people would travel and try to be healed by this water, basically. And the church also investigated claims of cures. And on January 18th, 1862, the first official miracle of healing at Lourdes was approved. And guess what? Little hmm. Miss Bernadette is now a saint. Damn. I know. Beaver, beaver joke. What? Oh, no. Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an idiot. Uh, I was like, wow. I was like, is it going to land? No. Were you waiting for a, a point to say, okay, I'm not going to ask. I don't want to know. At some point, I did think, oh, if I could throw a dam in there, that'd be pretty funny. But I'm glad. Then I was like, maybe not. I'm so glad. I was like, we'll find out when we get there how it goes. I'm so glad it was in St. Bernadette's honor, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sure she's thrilled. Sorry, Bernie. So people still bathe in the water of the spring to this day. And since 1947, the International Medical Committee of Lourdes looks into claims of cures and unexplained healings on the basis of current medical knowledge. So this is still something that they're studying and researching whether these waters actually do heal the sick. And oh, I have water from there, actually. My grandmother got me a rosary with a little vial in it, and it has water from Lourdes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had no idea about that. Um, it's since evaporated so i don't know if okay. it still counts or works but yeah if you if you open like the little vials or like a puff of air of healing properties or i don't know i feel like since it all evaporated at least it was kept in my room my childhood room so maybe it's kind of just like in the air particles just seeped into the walls yeah, yeah i don't know but so i do have kind of a little vial um of a little rosary from there so yeah as far as i know the catholics still take that pretty darn seriously and not to call you out, Em, but I don't think there's a medical committee in Fredericksburg, Virginia, looking into that man-made lake of yours. I feel attacked, but I also <laughs> feel rightfully attacked because <laughs> there is nothing like that nearby. Right? At all. Like it makes so, you think something must have something must have gone on for this water to have created such a hubbub and to this day be still so powerful in people's minds, you know? Hmm. That's a thinker. Well, I don't know. I also believe a lot in energy. So sometimes I wonder, you know, maybe the more people put that thought, um, like a thought form into it, and maybe it really just kind of brings back Such a good what point. people put into it. I don't know. I mean, I'm no medical committee member, but... Uh, no? No. no? It's, it might surprise you, but no. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. It makes you wonder. It makes you wonder if, if there's something to it. I would love to visit one day and just kind of... I'm just like a dip a little of my leg in there, see if my sciatica gets any better. Dip a toe, just a, just a little toe. Sink a little toe in there. Yeah, you got a bunion? Well, there you go. The next one I want to tell you about is the Zamzam well in Mecca, Saudi Arabia. And according to Islam, the well appeared as a miracle from Allah thousands of years ago when the prophet Ibrahim's son and the boy's mother were left in the desert thirsty and crying. So oh, wow. this is sort of like a miracle. It appeared as a well and millions 
still to this day travel to the well in order to drink its water, which, you know, has still there. Yeah, exactly. And it still has a lot of, you know, healing properties. So this is definitely like across cultures. This is a a phenomenon. Wow. Okay. And of course, it wouldn't be across cultures if uh, the United States didn't get in on it and say, yep, we got that too. (laughs) We've got them all over. Fredericksburg, Virginia. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. We got them in upstate New York. Better ones. We've got good <laughs> ones. We've got better ones. And they're everywhere. We've got a lot of them. It goes up and down. It's, you know, sometimes sometimes they're a one out of ten. Sometimes they're a ten out of ten. You got to pay the big bucks to go, though, uh, is yeah. the one thing. So in the U.S., we mostly see healing waters in natural settings, which makes sense, like mountains and mineral springs. Um, so beginning in the early 1800s, uh, Americans loved Saratoga Springs in New York, uh, you being one of them. Them, I'm assuming. Or, well, I guess you don't love it that much. You didn't have the greatest experience, but. I loved it until I got real intimate with the water and <laughs> took a big slug of it. It was real gnarly. Yuck. Okay. Well, in 1879, people thought, I know you've heard of this one, Eureka Springs in Arkansas mm-hmm. produced miracle cures. Isn't there a, a, a ghost there? I think in Eureka Springs. I know in Hot Springs, too, which is also in Arkansas. Oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of. Okay. I've been to Hot Springs with my mom. That's the one. It was okay. I I, I didn't get it in the water. That's my mom say, did. You swallow any of that water? <laughs> no, I think I've no. For the rest of time, I I have a, a real fear of any any you. water that isn't out of a bottle. I don't Which, by you. the way, why haven't any of these healing springs started like selling water bottles? At I'm sure Target? they do. Well, maybe not at Target, but I mean, my like I said, my grandmother brought back a vial of it. I just feel like if I could just always carry around a water bottle of like water with healing properties well, or claims to be the fountain of hello, youth, that's you, like Fiji water prices. Well, but I was going to say, have you looked at those bottles? They do basically say that. They're like, it's infused with the magical essence of, they don't say magical, I guess, but with the essence of ions and protons that come only from this one top of this mountain. I mean, I feel like they already do market that way, you know? All right, that's fair. I just feel like if there was the fountain of youth, how much do you think each bottle would be? Um, too much for me on a podcast salary is what I can tell. That's you. like that's like a hundred dollar bottle, a minimum. Yeah, to yeah. Go back in time, but right, I feel anyway. like that's an easy way to get sued because, like, what you drink it, and you're like, I still got crow's feet and sciatica. So, <laughs> like, why did I pay this money? You know, you got to be a little more subtle about it. Think of the like the commercials later of like you might be eligible for compensation. <laughs> <laughs> Call this number. Yeah. Oh, right between prices, right? Ads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So in 1879, as I was saying, people thought Eureka Springs in Arkansas produced miracle cures. And of mm. course, because of this, they immediately began putting up all these health resorts um, mm. as tourist attractions. So now you got to pay to go. You got to pay to experience the healing properties of these places. Capitalism. Woo. Love it in this nation of ours. We sure do. Uh, (laughs) We thrive on it. (laughs) So then there's also Blackville, South Carolina. Um, There's a place called God's Acre Healing Springs. Mm. They're behind Healing Springs Baptist Church where people travel from all over to collect gallons of this water. So they're just bottling this stuff up, like you said. That answers my question then. So indigenous Americans believed the springs were sacred. So of course now... We took it over and uh, bottled it up. So, wow. Yikes. And during the American Revolution, badly wounded soldiers were actually rescued by indigenous Americans who took them to the springs to heal them. And six months later, all of the soldiers went back to their posts in Charleston and claimed the springs had provided a miracle. 
which I think is a pretty cool story. Oh, yeah. You know, whether it's true or not, I'm not sure. But it's an interesting, interesting little history tidbit for you. But yeah, so those are those are the main ones that kind of struck a chord, at least a couple of them I've known about. But I've never been to a hot springs. I've only been to the one, the, the hot springs. I don't know if it's called the hot springs, but I've been there. What? In Arkansas, hot springs. Arkansas. Oh, 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 oh. The, yeah. Yeah, I remember... My mom had a great time when it came to all the the water part of it. I was really there for the attractions. That's that's usually my. Go-to. What are the attra- Isn't that the attraction? So there was a uh, wax museum there, which looked haunted. Oh, if we wanted to throw a little spooky thing into this, uh, I'm convinced that was a haunted museum. Yikes! What else did we do? It's like Bill Clinton's like hometown so there was a bunch of like bill clinton stuff everywhere it was a funky little town had a little bit of everything uh that sounds like a fun time i've never been but um if someone gave me a chance to sit in some hot water (laughs) i would do it i'm not gonna lie to you i don't care if it's healing or not but i feel like that would be a good time up next we've got answers about whether hot springs are the magical healing waters that we make them out to be Okay, Em, this is the moment of truth. Oh, okay. Do hot springs actually work? Oh, okay. Okay. What do you think? I think uh, I'm very much in agreement with you on, I think that if it's like a thought form of a bunch of people putting enough energy towards something, then there is, I, I never against the idea that there's a mind over matter element to things. Yes, agreed, agreed. So I think it probably does work. I don't know the science behind it. Well, I'm so glad that I'm here to tell you. All right. So according to SCL Health, which is a faith-based nonprofit healthcare organization, yes, hot springs actually do work. Hmm. Um, and that's because soaking in hot springs can be a great way to naturally detox your skin. And notice I said soaking in them, not drinking the water out of them, M. Schultz. Noted. I learned in the moment that <laughs> it was not a good yeah. call. You detoxed in your very own way, your own special way that <laughs> didn't seem to work. Um, I feel like demons left my body that day. <laughs> <laughs> So the high amount of silica in the water can actually soften rough or dry skin, and the mineral content of sulfur springs can help with skin conditions like psoriasis, acne, and eczema, which I guess ultimately could make you look younger, you know, clear your skin. Makes sense. Um, I mean, when I was younger, my face was covered in acne and whatever, but, you know, there's kind of a middle ground of like clear, beautiful, youthful skin um, that maybe a hot spring could help with. Fair enough. The temperature of the waters also makes a difference because hot water it can reduce stress. That makes sense. Everyone I know is taking a, a bath after a long day. They're saying self-care, take yeah. a bath. Makes sense. And when you're soaking in a hot spring, there's a boost in the hydrostatic pressure all around your body in part to the heavy mineral content of the water. So oh. this pressure actually helps increase blood flow. And that is good for you. It increases your cardiac health, your metabolism, all things that, you know, we want to be functioning fine to stay youthful. (laughs) I wonder, again, what the numbers would be of how many people that are elderly or not even elderly, just have chronic illness in some way, live near these these bodies of water. Because if it really does help with those kinds of things, I wonder if it is a common self-care routine of like just taking a day at the water. Yeah. You know, in Germany, my... um, my aunt used to take us to hot springs. I don't I don't know that I ever actually I think I faked sick every time because I didn't want to participate because I was because you were youthful because <laughs> I was a youthful child. I didn't get it. I didn't know what I was missing. 
but yeah, she used to take, um, actually it was in Austria. Um, there were hot springs and they would just spend all day. You'd pay an entry fee and you'd spend all day just soaking in the hot springs. So I know it's at least an activity people do, whether they think it's for youthfulness or not. Yeah. Seems pretty relaxing. So as if that weren't enough, which already seems like a lot of healing properties, soaking in a hot spring can also help with joint pain, arthritis, and fibromyalgia. So I say the exact same thing then. I wonder what the numbers are for people who are dealing with that kind of stuff and how many of them are live in a concentrated area next to that water. I don't know. Uh, if I lived near one of those places and had joint pain or arthritis or fibromyalgia or all of them, I'd be diving into that water every day. <laughs> diving in yeah i probably wouldn't be diving with my joint pain and arthritis but i'd (laughs) i'd be very slowly toe stepping in after three visits maybe you would be diving in you'd be like all healed up you never know that's how you know it works when you're diving by the end of it all (laughs) and then the lifeguard is like you are expelled from this place because (laughs) you are not supposed to be doing that here so the latin word balneum means bath Mm-hmm. And the study of balneology or balneotherapy is the treatment of disease by bathing. So this is a real thing, like what you're saying with, you know, people who uh, live near one would probably do well to go and, you know, see if it helps. And this is actually a thing uh, very popular in Japan where mineral baths are a way of life. And there's still a lot of unknowns in this area of study. So I don't think it's been maybe studied as extensively where we could get some, you know, real hard facts, but it's a way of life over there. And I mean, like you said, if I lived near one, I'd probably be partaking as well. Yeah. Uh, now I'm just going to call all my hometown friends and make them go jump on that lake, which, by the way, it does not probably have healing properties, but it's the closest thing to research I can do to help. By the way, it is March and it is definitely not hot by any stretch of the imagination. So good luck with that. I feel like... I could probably convince them to do a lot worse. Uh, <laughs> I I think asking them to get into some water for the sake of science is not the meanest thing I've asked of them. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. Well, let me know what they say. You know what? They say cold water is also very good for you. I mean, it seems like water. They're telling me to drink water. They're telling me to take a hot bath. They're telling me to ice down. I mean, I feel like water's the secret, apparently. I feel like you can't. You can't go wrong with just putting water in or on your body. I think you're probably good most of the time. Unless you're M and you're in a in a lake and you just don't know how to. <laughs> just don't drink any Saratoga water. Just, add just straight from the source. <laughs> Take it from me. So, of course, always talk with your doctor before taking up a hot springs habit. I know it's hard to believe we're not doctors and uh, we don't <laughs> want to direct you medically, but it seems like something that's worth looking into if uh, if you are struggling with any of the above conditions. I know I would be. Speaking of Fountain of Youth, I feel like even though it sounds like a very mythical idea, it's kind of still extremely relevant. I mean, even when you watch those, you know, uh, moisturizer commercials and things they're like splashing water on their face to get rid of wrinkles <laughs> and all that i feel like uh we still are chasing our youth to this very day yeah i think today's version of the fountain of youth is just a whole level of the beauty industry and mm. the anti-aging billion dollar industry skin creams mm-hmm. and eye creams yeah i think that's just today's version absolutely i mean do you have any like favorite uh tips you've heard about like staying young looking young you know what i actually do thank you for asking my a a friend of mine back in the day or at least an acquaintance told me once that her grandmother always said always wear spf that's 
a trick that every skincare person will tell you, even when it's cloudy out, always put on SPF, but also put it on the back of your hands because you can tell someone's age by their hands. And for whatever reason, I took that (laughs) and I ran with it. And so every day I put SPF on my face and I put SPF on the back of my hands. And you know what? It's uh, even if it doesn't work for anti-aging, it's also good to prevent skin cancer. My grandma always told me to put preparation H on my face because (laughs) oh yeah that works too because uh, as well i won't be as graphic as she was but let's just say (laughs) she thought if it could keep other things tight it can keep her skin on her face tight (laughs) and she also by the way was like big in the beauty world so i'm gonna take whatever and she looks amazing she's uh 86 and does not look 86 at all so i'm gonna take her word for it does she live in florida she does live in florida i'm sensing a pattern here I also feel like there is something about Florida weather that keeps your skin looking nice. I it's feel like humid. You, yeah. It's humid. You got the moisture going on. You got a little heat. You get the vitamin D. Vitamin D. I feel like Florida is pretty good for uh, for your skin. You know, I get it. You don't want to be cold. You don't want to be dry and miserable like me up here in <laughs> Midwest in March or M's friends jumping into the lake. <laughs> Send me to the swamp of youth and maybe maybe I can <laughs> regain some of my youthful beauty. I think we both know our place and it is in the, the swamp of youth. <laughs> we are the swamp monsters of youth. And, join uh, us. Join us, won't you? Join <laughs> us, won't you? But this is a capitalist society, so you're going to have to pay to get in. It does make you wonder, though, even when Ponce was on his own solo mission to go find an island or to go find Florida, he was probably encountering things he'd never seen before, you know, being from Spain and you're suddenly encountering all these alligators and (laughs) swamps and things. And, you know, maybe they did find a hot spring somewhere and maybe they did realize like, wow, this must have some sort of magical property. It makes us feel better. It eases our joints. Who knows? Maybe they actually found something. Maybe they found something, but maybe maybe for them it was mind-blowing in some way mm-hmm. because they had just never experienced water with those kinds of minerals in them yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, so maybe for them it was a fountain of youth, but now over so much time, we're just like, okay, that's that's a lake. Like, I feel maybe for them it was a fountain of youth. I don't know. Maybe they thought they were telling the truth or maybe i mean i'm always i love to fall into the world of conspiracies where like maybe they found something and then they hit it i don't know i don't know i really want there to oh be some oh boy you're gonna see m's miracle water coming soon on target shelves <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, actually from space jam it's michael's secret stuff uh i don't know if you remember that i always love the drama and the mystere so if anyone were to ask me i think just for the twists and turns, I would say, oh, yeah, they found something. They found something. They don't want you to know about it. We may never know, but look how youthful that Ponce is, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, never mind. He's very youthful, yes. Let's just leave it at that. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Information on today's episode came from the Fountain of Youth, Bathing, and Youthfulness, the Balkan Medical Union Archives, Grunge, History, Smithsonian Magazine, The Compass, Saudi Geological Survey, Shiloh Museum, SCL Health, and the U.S. National Library of Medicine. Remember to follow Rituals on Spotify to get a brand new episode every week. And you can listen to this and all other episodes of Rituals for free exclusively on Spotify. And if you like this show, follow at Parcast on Facebook and Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. 
You can follow me at Xteen Schieffer. That's X-T-I-N-E-S-C-H-I-E-F-E-R. And you can follow me at VM Schultz, T-H-E-E-M-S-C-H-U-L-Z. Thanks again for listening. See you next week. Rituals is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It was created by Max Cutler. Sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. Fact checking by Cheyenne Lopez. Research by Chelsea Wood. It's produced by Kristen Acevedo and Jonathan Ratliff with production assistance by Ron Shapiro. We're your hosts, Christine Schiefer and M. Schultz. Schultz.